with it being the start of a new day while also being throwback Thursday, now would seem like the appropriate time before she really gets settled in. AJ McCall at VFX let McCall speak out to all those potential perpetrators today about two days in a row maybe making kitchen messes and how they should probably not do that for fear of maybe their physical health. Yes. My kitchen is a disaster right now, so I feel like I would be very hypocritical if I were to say... Well, remember, we said yesterday, you you home is you, boo. Yeah. But we got to share here. Is there stuff going on in the kitchen? I haven't looked. Oh, I just figured... I swear to all that is good. I have I not been in there yet. It was a good idea. Okay, that's as, a great before idea. Before you got situated, okay, you okay, could okay. kind of state the terms. Okay. So... Let's backtrack a second here. A little bit. What happened yesterday? So yesterday morning, I went in to go make my coffee and As somebody, do. I do this. This is a new thing. No, I uh, went to make my coffee, set my coffee thermos on the counter and there was like a mess of hot chocolate. And I was like, right. what in the deuce is going on? Right. So I cleaned it up because, you know, whatever. Once, <laughs> not a big deal. I went back in like two hours later and there was more hot chocolate on the counter, to which I was like, um, what, are we five? Like, and to be precise and clear, zero five-year-olds work in this building. Yeah, that's, that's a to true be, stat. To be precise and clear. No five-year-olds. Pretty sure I am the youngest one in this building. There may be one. Brayden may be younger than me. It's close. You're one or two. I'm but I don't sure. know. You're one or two. Right. So... You Clean know, up once, after yourself. Once, Ding. maybe an accident. Fine. Twice. What the crap is going on here? Being kind of a jerk. Yeah. So would you like to state the terms here? Term number one, you make you a go- mess, you clean it up. <laughs> Done. What happens if they don't clean it up? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to rant about it on the radio. I'll make passive aggressive videos um, about it on TikTok. Physical threats to your physical harm. No, uh, no. Have- I feel like these ones are more of like a... Mental attack, okay? <laughs> like, I'm going to mentally tear you down. There have been uh, studies Uh-oh. on oh. what the point of uh, a beard is, actually. Oh. Why men started to grow them, and Warmth. it just makes them even awesomer. Oh. Why did men originally grow facial hair? The reason has just gotten a whole lot more awesome. To be Vikings? AJ McCall at VFX, that was born. <laughs> Maybe they was it did before? Start it. Was it before then? Maybe uh, it's because razors didn't exist. I don't know what the time is, oh, the okay. time frame is, but there's a new theory that the reason that men grew beards was to help their faces absorb punches better. What? Which just makes beards way cooler. You know, I think that's a really cool thought process. But I'm also like over here kind of thinking about it and I'm like, you know, it kind of like naturally does that. Your face naturally absorbs punches, is that what you're saying? Or beards? Beards? Let's just say, their new theory is that's why men grew them. Oh. Give them a little buffer oh. to absorb the punches. That's what the whole reason of being oh. like, hey, this is a good idea. Protects my face a little bit more when I go stir up some stuff a little bit later. When I go pour some tea and people ain't happy about it. Yeah. Make me that much sadder. Buddy of mine last night was like, I'm growing this super sweet quarantine beard. And I was like... Cool. <laughs> Still can't. 31 <laughs> next week. Cannot grow anything more than neck beard. Sad day. I don't even know how to fix that. I don't think you can. I, I just, I don't. I apparently have the facial hair genes of a 14-year-old. What if you put, like, Rogaine on your face? that work? I don't know. Like, it's I mean, the Ingrid Michaelson song. Happen, I'll buy you Rogaine <laughs> when you start losing all your hair. 
It's a line. It's a line. It's the worst that could happen, in all honesty. Nothing, right? Skin burn? Nah, because your scalp's more sensitive than your face, isn't it? Skin-wise? I don't know. I feel like it is. Probably. I don't know. This feels like more your territory than mine. I feel like you should know. I feel like your skin, your face skin is more resistant than your scalp skin. To the sun, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. Nicole, you have a theory that I'm on board with and you can't even help me flush it out all the way. Put some Rogaine on your face. Put some Rogaine on my face. Go into a medical professional. All right, so I need uh, hair implants. All right, where are we doing it? On my face. On my face. We'll just dry you in a beard. They exist. That won't protect my face from punches. Yeah, well, it'll look like you have a beard at least and then you'll know what it looks like. You know what I should do? I should grow a mullet. I sh- no, no, done that. I should start a GoFundMe to no. help my beard. No, no, a GoFundMe no. specifically for my beard. No beard fund me, absolutely not. <laughs> not a beard fund me, but we broke down a, a GoFundMe that was bringing family shame on the dojo yesterday in the debate at eight. Shame on the family dojo for the debate at eight on VFX. Uh, after a certain listener's brother apparently started to go fund me to have strangers buy a laptop so we can get a side hustle on for photography. The debated eight on VFX. Whoa, bless you. Thank you. Wow, that was a massive sneeze. Here's the deal. So I know Scared that me. there's gonna be varying opinion on when you can borrow money. Right. So I gotta be honest. Yeah. If I'm this listener, I'm embarrassed. A little bit, yeah. Because like, I, I, I don't think there's a problem asking for help. I really don't. But I think as an adult, one of the things that we should all strive for is self-sufficiency. Absolutely. And that includes obviously planning for hiccups. 100%. Whatever 100%. it is. 100%. Crash your car. Right. You lose your job. Whatever it is. Right. I'm not against asking for no, help. No, of course not. Here's the... But, Asking strangers for a laptop. Right. And I know that this guy's 30, so he's my age, so he's a millennial it's, with it's, us. Right. But it's, it's just very... It's like a sense of entitlement almost. Right. And then, I mean, how are you expecting to be able to get business afterwards? Because people will know your name. Um, let's get a little personal. Okay. You ready for a fun personal story? Let's do it. Once upon a time, McCall Taylor had a laptop. My laptop... Wow. I was grateful I for. You're I divulging know. these details on I air. know. I was really grateful for this laptop. Um, it was given to me. I, I really appreciated it. I started venturing into a new realm with editing of videos and recording of audio and editing things, right? Mm-hmm. My old laptop couldn't handle it. Right. So I went in and I went to go see if I could get a new laptop. And I didn't have the cash money at the time. So I applied for the Lovely Little Store credit card. And they were like, no, you're an idiot. You have no good numbers. And I was like, oh, okay. Oops. So I talked to Dustin and I was like this is what's going on he's like here we'll get you a new laptop Mm -hmm. and then you can just pay me back Mm -hmm. and I was like okay great so that being said that this has been a very crucial piece for me in the editing of videos and learning how to be able to do all of this stuff and so I'm super thankful because like Dustin took a chance to be able to be like yeah here let me help you buy this laptop right right super super cool good support system right That being said, I would never have posted, hey, guys, I need a GoFundMe account to be able to purchase all of this stuff. 
That's why I say you just kind of have to take a risk. That's why I say the sense of entitlement because absolutely, ideally you would have the support system in place. You're like, hey, okay, here's the deal. I need a loan, and I will pay you back. The GoFundMe means you don't have to pay anyone back. Right. And again, I agree. It is a very, it is a very entitled. It's embarrassing situation. Um. Because, like, the audacity to think that that other people kind of owe you this. Now, that's not to say that GoFundMe's don't have a place, don't have no, a place. I think there are, there are very many situations that, that it's... it's House burns down. Ha- yeah, house burns down. Death, yeah, unexpected medical illness. Emergency. Right. Something, I'm on board. Something super scary along those lines. Absolutely. A laptop is just kind of like, oh, wow, that's... Uh, that's really first world problem-ish of you. And let me throw the other asterisks out there. I get that, that, that maybe, maybe, because this is one of the reasons I believe it's self-sufficiency too. 100%. Probably a handful, and maybe your family's great. I think most normal family members, there's probably a handful of people there that hold it over your head. Absolutely. That's for a loan or something, but like, you Absolutely. don't want that one time. And I'm with it. And that's why I think self-sufficiency right. is key. Right. But still. You know, I mean, and and there's there's different options for you to be able to put your, put your workout on the internet and make some dollars. Not saying create an explicit account or anything. I'm just saying like that's it. McCall just said, "All right, brother, OnlyFans." No, I did not. Do it. I everyone did else, not. everyone else is there right now. But you can you can <laughs> sell like pictures if you're going to be doing pics. All right, yeah. now I know where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying like you know normal pictures. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Look, McCall, I can't what? start an OnlyFans till I get the beard, so I got to start a beard fund me to get the beard, then I can do OnlyFans. Because I ain't got beard, then my OnlyFans is just not going to work, because mm. I need the beard. Mm. Let's be honest. Mm. Come on. You know, mm. five o'clock shadow slash beard is going to win more often than not. Picture your favorite mm-hmm. celebrities, and I know some of them, like Charlie Hunnam. Come on. Come on. Mm. By the way, there's a meme that goes around mm. that's like, who are you going to get stuck with in, uh, yeah. in quarantine? My birthday is in May, and that's what the one yeah. Charlie Hunter uh, like. Y- you know what? We're I'll trade, trade you. Sweet workout routines. <sighs> I'll trade you because I'm stuck with, uh, I think it's Adam Sandler is who I'm stuck with. And I'm like, that's not that bad. Oh. I'm not going to trade oh, you, no, though, because I think Charlie Hunnam's cool. Was it Adam? It's either Adam Sandler or Jim Carrey. Either one. Both I mean, of those are still Both of them solid, are fantastic. But I'm not going to trade you. Fine. I'm gonna hang out with Charlie. Fine. We're gonna trade our workout secrets. Yeah. Talk about our our dating exploits. <laughs> Great. I'm awesome. lying. AJ McCloud, VFX three headlines, please. Okay, okay. Headline number one: Police are trying to find a guy that was filmed doing push-ups on top of a moving car. That's huh. not safe. No. That's that's. I'm not, not sure safe. how uh, zoom zoom they were going. Like a mile an hour. Sure, maybe. Man, you're like a quick stop then, away from... There's story one. Story number two. We got police that are looking for an arsonist on the loose who uses a flame 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 flower. Flame thrower. Flame thrower. I feel like that ought to be kind of easy to keep yeah. an eye out for. How many people do you really know have a flame thrower? A decent amount. <laughs> Not really. And then story number three. Some lady tried to kiss strangers at a bar and then called 911 five times to complain about the lack of social distancing. Clearly. Uh, lady, you are the problem. Some there you go. Some people don't take social or, uh, rejection very well, apparently. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Three crazy stories. AJ McCall at VFX. You know, yesterday in Florida not, we had the lady who did her chores topless, you right. know, to show off the goods. And right. then I feel like story number one is a guy trying to show off the goods doing push-ups, <laughs> you know, okay. on a moving vehicle. So yep. Gilbert, you're going to show off the Gilbert goods. <laughs> How'd you do that? 
the Gilroy Goods. Well, I'm a chef, so I'd probably have oh. to take food. Dude, way to anyone's <laughs> hardest food. I don't care. The saying was a way to a man's hardest food. No, it's everyone. Everyone loves food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. true. Yeah. It's a good move. Way to flex on him, Gilbert. Yeah. All right, let's get the three full stories. <laughs> okay, we got story number one. Uh, calling it, quote, reckless behavior, this police department is asking for the public's help to track down a man who was caught on video doing reckless push-ups yeah, clearly. on top of a moving vehicle. Now, in the video, you see this guy hop up out of the rear passenger side of the window. So the cool. shirtless man then does two push-ups before the video ends. Now, I'm not really sure if he ends the video because he fell off or He already got his, it was his pre-workout. Dude. He got it done, McCall. Oh, boy. It is like on the freeway. I mean, <laughs> like they are wow. zoom-zooming. See, like I said, if it's like one mile an hour, sure. If we're going 70 miles an hour, mm, props not. Even at, like you're very quickly going to fall. Yeah, you could very quickly be actually pushing up the vehicle because it goes. Yes, correct. And then we got story number two. Police are trying to find an arsonist armed with a flamethrower. This video that is a surveillance video shows someone using this modified garden style torch to set fire to bales of recycled paper outside of a paper recycling. You know, Business. You know what they say, McCall. Everything was fine, and then the Fire Nation attacked. Clearly, uh, company says the fire caused ten grand in damages. Jeez. So someone saw Jeez. three men with a similar flamethrower in the area that day. Three men. Well, they're, they're like a fire brigade, then. Clearly. Uh, what is this, Fahrenheit 451? There's story two, and then we got story number three. Some lady went out to the bar and uh, tried to. Kiss strangers at the bar. At the same time, though, she was calling 911 to complain that no one was social distancing. <laughs> she called 911 five times. She Each just... time she would go to kiss somebody. <laughs> she was just testing to make sure that they would push her away, you know, and be like, nah, nah they let me get in with six feet, so they, damn, right? Damn. So, so she called four times initially. Cops arrived, and as the cops were there with her, she called 911 a fifth time because the cops weren't practicing social distancing <laughs> to arrest her. <laughs> I want to report the police. So not, not only was she ruining everyone's patronage night because she's trying to kiss everyone, I was like, well, get out of here. Yep. You, no. Yep. Not only that, is she got the cops called, so she like reverse narked on everyone. After after she told the cops when they rolled up, she was like, "Oh, thanks guys. I'm gonna go sit in the parking lot all night." She she got arrested for trespassing and disorderly oh conduct, God. resisting an officer, and misuse of nine one one. Oh my God! Thanks for showing up, guys. I'm gonna go sit in the parking she, lot. She thanks. clearly has just gone thanks. absolutely stir crazy. So just uh, lost her darn mind. Needless to say. She's not going back to that bar anytime soon. No, I don't think so. Anyway, there you go, Gilbert. Three crazy stories. Okay, Gilbert. That's a true snitch. Yeah, right. Which one do you think it is? Because I'm going to tell you, I don't think it's the push-up one. As stupid as that is, it... I gotta be honest, that sounds like a Midwest flex. I'm gonna be honest, it sounds like my home area. It sounds like a Midwest flex. It's a flex. Midwest flex, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, it probably sounds like, like that. Um, so we're down to the Fire know, Nation pretty, and the, the stupid. Yeah, we're down to the Fire Nation and the Bar Kisser, which, uh, in all in honesty, the stupid one is probably story three. I mean, geez, did you hear That's all the things McCall listed? The lady. Yeah, okay. Lady trying to kiss everyone yeah. to snitch on them all. Yeah, yeah. Snitches <laughs> get stitches, but they don't get kisses. Clearly. St- <laughs> is uh, it? Obviously. So- <laughs> <laughs> they get arrested. <laughs> I do want to say, though, I definitely want a flamethrower, but I'm not picking story. Is it story number three? <laughs> it is.
is, Gilbert. Yes! Congratulations. Yes! Woohoo! We got you on the list Thanks. for the Westside Coffee gift certificate. <laughs> Hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some info from you, okay? All right. Just remember, ball justice and snitches get stitches, but they don't get kisses. Yep. Hashtags. Very important things to remember yeah. for the AJ McCall show. Well, now, McCall, the only what? obvious thing to figure out is, one, I want to know... If story number one was a Midwest flex, how do we show off the goods? How does the AJ and McCall show going to flex on them? Because we made Gilbert do it, so we got to. Okay. That's- Crap. First, let's get the obvious question out of the way. Was story number one a Midwest flex? Yeah. Yeah, see, my mullet makes me more in tune with these things. Happened in Wisconsin. Uh, I knew <laughs> yep. it. AJ yep. and McCall at VFX. So Gilbert said the way he'd flex to show off the Gilbert goods is he's a chef. Just give him a little chance to do some cooking and... Boom. Impress. Which, let's be honest, who's not going to be impressed by good food? Yeah. Like, frankly, the only people that wouldn't be are picky eaters. You don't need that kind of contention in your life. Negativity. Yeah. Excuse me. (laughs) Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But, McCall, how does the AJ and McCall show going to flex? How do you show off the goods? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Really sarcastic. Ha, 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 ha. Did I do it? No, Dang. not at all. You went the complete opposite way. I think for me, I got to hope that we have the same cards against humanity humor, and yeah. then I just have an opportunity to say something like one-off that you think is funny that most people probably find offensive. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, that guy's pretty funny. Oh, like, that's really funny. Uh, and I hope that you take humor way more seriously than anything else, you know, like looks and all that other stuff. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm going sure. for. Sure. Especially now with a mullet, I mean, just no chance. How do I flex? Inquiring minds want to know. Either that, I hope you've come out to like an event because that's how I got Ashley. She came out to Weenie Wednesday. Yeah. So we were inadvertently doing a good deed. Mm-hmm. And so that was impressive. Yay. I think my flex would be like, what up? I got a cast iron pan and I can cook steaks on it. Woohoo, steaks. I also like to like look at mountains. <laughs> the mountains. Um, um, really hope that you could just swim through just, the awkward. Just getting really anxious and now yeah, nervous. So you can kind of say. swim your way through the awkward and find the McCall Taylor uh, on the other side. Uh, can drink four cups of coffee in one sitting. Flex. Uh, can do ten jumping jacks. Flex. Can your, your flexes are very niche. If I'm being honest, thank you. <laughs> very particular. Thanks. Can flex on them. Once one point in time, I lifted 165 pounds, but I don't know that I can do it again. Flex. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Crap, I don't know what else. <laughs> one of the things McCall's going to use to flex on you is that, well, she knows that she doesn't write her sevens the same way a very evil historical figure did. This is the best story ever, and I want to tell you it took great personal willpower to hold back and save it for a day. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, so this is the greatest story ever. Precluded oh by the greatest guessing game ever. AJ okay, McCall great. and VFX. McCall asked me while we're <laughs> waiting to tell the story, AJ, guess what I had for dinner? To which I immediately said hot dogs. And then McCall paused for 10 minutes because she couldn't <laughs> remember what she had for dinner or if she even had anything. I forgot. Worst guessing game ever. I was thinking about the night before when I had the sandwich. And then last Worst night I'm Worst guessing like, game ever. Wait a second. I don't know what I ate for dinner. My bad. All right. AJ AJ then told me, McCall, here's a word of advice. A little bit of advice. If you're going to ask me to guess something, have the answer first. Because it's a huge letdown because I actually guess and now I have no idea. 
It's okay, because right. neither do I. The greatest story ever. McCall, why do you write your sevens the way you do? Okay, so yesterday I was making a lovely little posty post, and it came up with a seven that had a line in the middle of right. it, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I used to write my sevens like that. But I remember when I was in like intermediate school or middle school, I came home one day and I had written my seven like that. And my dad said, why did you write your seven like that? And I was like, oh, because really because I did everything the cool kids did because I just wanted to be like them. And so like if they wrote a seven like this, I wrote a seven like this. So I said, because my friends are doing it like this, which was a joke because they weren't my friends. But I told him that and he says... Well, you can't draw a line through it like that because that's how Hitler did it. And I was like, oh. And so then I just took that as gospel and I ran with it. I, to this day, don't know if that's the case. I I really don't think a ton of people focus on Hitler's penmanship, if I'm being honest. But I have not, since that day, (laughs) written my sevens like that. Until yesterday when I was trying to show Producer Butters how I wrote my sevens. How dare you. Prior to being show. told that... Do not put a slash to your seven. It I, means very look, evil things. Look, I don't know if this is legit or not. I'm accepting I this just, gospel. It's now AJ McCall show fact. I just knew that that's what my dad had told me. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, I don't want to do that. That's do, bad. Do not write your sevens with slashes to them. <laughs> my bad. Because it means you heard a, hate a certain group of people, and that's just not cool, man. I. That's really dude, not. I, whatever. I Look, didn't McCall, get it. I didn't the internet understand. is an amazing thing. Maybe what? you can Google if Hitler wrote a sevens that way, but oh, you know, I probably can. people oftentimes use it to find out their symptoms, even though we acknowledge that it's just going to tell you you're going to die. Okay, I have a stomach ache, uh, kind of nauseous, up oh, death. All right, great. Up death. But a study has been put out about just how accurate Googling the symptoms are. Should you keep doing it? Look, McCall, the internet is a great thing. Oh, a okay. lot of the times. Okay. <laughs> AJ McCall on VFX. But, you know what happens when you go to Google your symptoms. Oh, yeah. More often than not, you're dying. Yep. Okay, so my foot hurts. I think I stepped up dead. Dying. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Off. How'd that happen? AJ McCall VFX. Yep. Now, according to the actual study, okay. it found that just over a third of people actually get the right diagnosis when they Google their symptoms. Okay. Which I think is a bit higher than I would have guessed, but yep, you know, it's still nowhere near right, right. positive 100%. accuracy. Got it. But you know, that's that's some study and, and you know how science is. I mean, they once did a study to find out what music sharks like more because we right. needed that information. Surprise, it's jazz. The best numbers that we need are from our Palmer Home First Training uh, poll today. Yep. Do you trust Googling your own symptoms? Totally right. Nope, says I'm dying. 85% McCall? Nope, nope says, says I'm, I'm dying. dying. Yep. I have Googled my symptoms before because like once upon a time I got my finger like, I don't even know. Like it got like infection or something in it when I was digging in the dirt like a couple of weeks ago and then it got all swollen and I was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And it was like, boom, you're going to have to chop it off. And I was like, oh, you know, that's kind of expensive, but I got really good insurance. So I guess it's fine. I guess I can live without. Could you live with only nine fingers? Don't worry. <laughs> it went away. I think, question mark. Thanks, Google. Thanks, Google. Thanks for making me rush to the doctor for nothing. Just kidding. I didn't go to the doctor. If I went to the doctor, I'd know what was wrong with it. Well, that's probably part of the problem, too. I don't, I don't, I don't like going to the doctor. Most people, I think, don't. I think a general consensus of Americans is like, ah, I'll just tough it out. Yeah. Right. I'll be fine. Yeah. Jeez, 85% of people do not trust Google. Man, what does that say? I, I know that it's hard to pinpoint because there's like so many overlaps of symptoms, but 
the internet, the all-knowing internet, just a little over a third of the time gets your diagnosis right. That's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. But how many times do you go into the doctor because of your Googled symptoms? Me? Well, pff, not you. You never go into the doctor. That's AJ's true. like, I have a strep throat infection. And I'm like, you have to go to the doctor. And he's like, nah. I'll tough it out. It's fine. Do your thing, antibodies. <laughs> That's what they're there for. Right. I'm counting on them. Yep. I'm counting on them. Mm. She ain't buying it. <laughs> you know, actually, uh, speaking of health to a certain extent, I overcame a very significant fear this week. Okay. And it actually, I think, is just mostly due to exhaustion. Oh, great. But they're one and the same. Oh. I overcame great personal fear this week because I was tired of not sleeping. AJ McCaw at VFX. So here's the deal. Okay. Since uh, the pandemic has happened, for whatever reason, it has drastically affected my sleep schedule. Now, right. part of it was with us working from home for like a month, responsibilities were toned down a bit. And a so... Bit. It was really easy to be like, ah, I could stay up super late, just bounce up, get the show done, and then nap time. Nap time. So here's the deal. Okay. I have always been terrified of sleep aids. Sleeping pills. Oh, right, right, right. Stuff. Yeah. Just never been terrified of taking them. Like my roommate through college uh, was a manager at McDonald's. Uh-huh. And so like his schedule, he did graveyard, but it would just change all the time. I felt so bad for him because he'd work like overnights and the next day he'd have an afternoon or whatever. Right. So like he would take them because if not, he's not getting to sleep and right, he, right. he's just dragging at work the next day. But I've always been terrified of him. Okay. And so finally, you know, a month and a half after really not sleeping well, I found one that I think works that I'm not as terrified of, but I've taken it twice now and it seems to work out pretty well. I'm now on melatonin. Great. I love melatonin. It's so good. It's it's very helpful. Me out like a lamp. It's very helpful. Well, melatonin is really good because <laughs> hippie stuff. Okay, great. Here comes <laughs> Siri's going to get Siri. in on this too. Siri's getting all up in here. The cool thing about mel- melatonin is that it's natural and it's naturally produced that's, by your body. That's and why so I, melatonin yeah. is is it's a natural sleeping assistance like when i was a kid i used to struggle sleeping and mm-hmm. so my mom would give me like a half tablet of melatonin you know, there's actually and it was like an gone. internet debate going on right now about that yeah apparently parents have talked about doing just that thing and yeah. people are freaking people out get about, mad it. about it because it's yeah. like how dare you i totally like i understand okay i'm not a parent i can't weigh in on this subject i don't know the science i honestly if you're gonna take anything to like sleep melatonin is literally one of the best things in the entire world because it's so healthy for you that's what won me over because i feel like i have a slightly addictive personality and so like i think that's one of the biggest reasons i always feared sleeping pills i was like i just i don't want to right well you don't want to even yeah yeah that and the other thing that terrifies me too is just building a tolerance to something yeah and then all of a sudden it won't work and then i'm back to not being able to sleep but that's the thing with melatonin like since it's a natural thing in your body that's already produced it's something that you can take and then it's been awesome. Yeah. I'm it, out like a lamb. And you can you can stop taking it and it's not like you feel there's no withdrawal. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like and it's not like you get to a point where you build up tolerance to it and all of that stuff. Thank goodness, because I couldn't Google it because what we found out six minutes ago right. was that uh, you know, Google and symptoms and health stuff. Just no bueno. Right. No, 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 no bueno. Yeah. <laughs> Every week, VFX does its part to publicly shame bad parking to hopefully one day 
clean it up for the Valley. AJ McCall on VFX. This week, nominee number one is Line Mean Go Here. Look, normally my criticism, as it's about to be, is that the lines are so difficult to follow. But you don't go in the closed box. Just think of it this way. Closed box, no car spot. Open box, car spot. Because what happens in nominee number one is they found one of those rectangles with the stripy boxes and they thought, I definitely park here. This is the very important spot. Not the case. No. Nominee number two, skirt, skirt, mine. Mine, take Now, I guess take what I just said about that uh, open spot, <laughs> but uh, there should be lines to mark where you go. Right. These two people invented their own parking right. spots. And if you've been uh, on Anywhere? the south side of town, you're very familiar with a certain parking lot where people are notorious for just like... Yeah, I can. As long as I'm in the same pattern, I can invent my own spot. Let's be honest, though. That south side of town parking lot that we are specifically speaking about, like, it's got a lot going on. It could use some more lines. It could use. It could use. You could put down some more lines. Maybe a complete reconstruction. But hey, I'm not going to pay for it. Nominee number two for this week's Park Narks. They basically invented their own spots. Yeah. So decide which one annoys you the most. Vote on our social media, Utah's VFX, mm-hmm. because tomorrow we find out and the winning narker gets a gift card from Apple Spice. Mm, so delicious. we'll just send us a message and ask, is it too late to submit for Park Narks? It's never, never too late because Monday the game starts over. That's right. It's never too late because we will always be publicly shaming the bad parking jobs. Utah's VFX, all social media. Submit your bad parking photos. Vote for the worst parking spot this week yeah. in the Valley. Yeah. I've got two oopsies Uh-oh. for you for the debated eight. Uh-oh. Two different people okay. find themselves in awkward situations. Aka awkward or just awkward? Aka awkward. Oh, no. And you get to decide who stepped out of bounds more. No. Okay, let's go. One involves unmentionables. One involves a date. Mm. It gonna get bad. And they're two separate stories, right? Two separate stories. Perfect. Okay, great. Here's the deal for the debated eight on VFX with AJ and McCall. Two different stories. Uh huh. Two unrelated people. Mm-hmm. Two different perspectives. Okay. You get to decide which one is the most aka awkward. Oh no! You can weigh in six eight two five five. The number to text. Start your text with VFX. Story number one. Okay. So I live in a building with a dozen apartments. Okay. We share a laundry room. Oh, two no. washers, two dryers. One dryer is way better than the other. I use the other when needed. Sometimes my items don't end up completely dry. Pretty sure all were empty when I started and when I switched to the dryer. Anyway, I went to grab my items for the dryer and some dude in there switching his laundry over into my dryer. So he emptied out my laundry. My clothes were still warm, so it's not like I had left them in there for a long time. And I was just like, oh, thank, okay, thanks. And I awkwardly walked out. Dude appeared to be in his 20s, but I'm so weirded out. Like a bunch of my underwear was in there, and I have never met this dude in my life, and he touched my clean laundry. Uh, yes. <laughs> you weirded out? I think it would be slightly weird. If the laundry's still warm, I mean. I tell you. Uh, I, I clearly, I mean, I, I can see both sides of this scenario because the guy probably is like, I got to go. I have terribly managed my time. So I need to like <laughs> throw my laundry in, important. my work clothes are in here. I got to go. I flashback to a time when I was living at my mom's house and my stepbrother had done this very thing. Mm-hmm. Only my clothes that were in the dryer were not completely dry. Mm-hmm. And he was like, mine's more important. Took it out, threw it in. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, just re- 
restart the cycle on this because clearly my stuff is not dry yet. Mm-hmm. So I was mad. Now, with this situation, I don't really know how to feel because I understand where he's coming from. I also understand where she's coming from because, like, dude, don't touch someone else's laundry. I would have waited for a while. I don't know. I don't know. What's a, what's a safe, like, time stamp? You got to give him at least 10 minutes. At least. Yeah, but they'd still be warm after 10 minutes. You still got to give so, them like, some time. So, like, what? Right, but they'd still be warm like after 10 minutes. I, my general rule, living in apartments and college dorms where we had to share the stuff, and I've had people take clothes out in the middle of the cycle and jack my cycle, yep. is the dryer's occupied. You don't get it. Right. It's that easy. That's the rules. It's first come, first serve. That's the way they're designed. If you don't like it, move somewhere own. and get your own washer and dryer. That's the rules. Look, I, I don't know. You're the girl of the two of us, right. so I don't know what the perspective is. Oh, I'd be is. mad if someone touched my underwear. But I think it's super awkward no. from that standpoint, too. It adds a level of creepiness to it. A little bit, yeah. Gilbert, what would you do? Someone comes and just takes your laundry out of the dryer. <laughs> well, I don't know who the somebody is, but I own a lot of guns, so <laughs> defend yourself. Suddenly, the Fire Nation attacked. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, well, she was freaking out. She posted about it on Facebook, so I found out about it friend of mine but she posted because she was like i had underwear in there like i'm just super creeped out that this I'd dude touched mad. my clean on clean uh clothes and everything yeah. yeah best case scenario tase them drop them where they stand. <laughs> there you go drop the unmentionables <laughs> tasers don't make that noise you have my, i no that was me <laughs> making that noise because i got tased oh okay <laughs> you have my full support gilbert all right sounds like a plan see i just gilbert ain't messing around a little, little bit, little bit too much for me. Touch but, my laundry. Get the taser. A little bit too much for me, but uh, okay. Well, I, I don't know. That's story number one for Aka awkward. Okay. I thought you were gonna be more upset from the laundry thing, but th- don't worry. Okay. Story number two involves a date. Oh no! It didn't go well. Uh oh. Oh boy! Get ready. Six eight two five five. Number text. Start your text with VFX. All right, so the uh, dude touching the girl's laundry, taking it out like right after it was dry, that wasn't, didn't yeah. seem to be the winner or the contender for the most aka awkward for right, you. Right, right, right. AJ and McCall's debated eight on VFX. Try this one on. Okay. A buddy who shall remain nameless because this story is told from the perspective of the villain uh, went out on a date this week. And I guess when he goes out on dates, he texts another buddy back home because they're the perpetually single twins. Okay. They are so jaded. They are never going to settle down. They're never going to get married, apparently. Right. So they text each other. I did not know this. What I found out from this week is that not only do they text each other after they go on dates, they rate their dates. Okay. Here's the text message. Oh, boy. I'm not sure about the future after just one date, but mm, this girl was... Attractive. Okay. I'm going to clean up the language Thank a little you. bit. Good choice. Very particular focus on a certain Kay. aesthetic. Okay. Here's the eyebrows. problem. Got it. Yeah. Yep. Brows. Just a wonderful pair of eyebrows. Amazing. Here's the problem. That text message didn't go to the buddy back home. No, it did not. That text no, message it did not. went to the girl he just got done having a date with. Well, it's a good thing that you expressed your feelings to her at that moment in time because you're not ever going to talk to her again. That will be the end of the conversation. I, I haven't talked to this friend since I found this out, oh. but I can't wait to, to be like, you are such a moron. Yeah. Look, I texted somebody the other day on accident 
to, I was trying to text Dustin and the text message that I sent to said individual that was not Dustin was, hey, do you know where one of those little like adapter thingies that goes on the end of an extension cord is so I have more outlets? And I sent it to an old boss and they were like, what? (laughs) I was like, sorry, I meant to send it to Dustin. He's like, oh, no worries. And then he sent me a picture of the steak he was cooking. So I was like, oh, cool. Nice. Smoking stuff. Great. <laughs> Love that. There probably may be a brief, man- a brief moment of panic attack there, but that's still Little nothing, bit. nothing <laughs> terrible. A little bit. I mean, we've all, everyone, everyone at some point in time has sent a text message oh, to yeah. someone they didn't mean to. Oh, yeah. And it could be varying degrees from a picture to saying something mean about the person and texting it. Done that. One of one of my favorite memes that's going around right now is I can't ever remember his name. Little awkward kid on The Simpsons that Mill chuckles House. and goes, <laughs> "I'm in danger." Oh, that's uh, Nelson. Yeah, no, not Nelson. It's um, um, Ralph. Anyway, Ralph Wiggum. I can't ever remember his name. Ralph. Ralph. My favorite meme right now is when you screenshot something and you accidentally send it right back to the person that you screenshot it. <laughs> I'm in danger. Would you like to give <laughs> some advice to my perpetually single friend? <laughs> Continue to live happy in perpetually single land because that's not how you win women or men or anybody. <laughs> you don't win and influence people by sending them messages and being like, wow, that specific eyebrow feature of hers is attractive. Lovely set of eyebrows. Wow, such good eyebrows. Moron. Yeah. Which one's the most awkward then, Nicole? That second one. (laughs) Somebody taking your laundry out and switching it. I don't want anybody to touch my vegetables. I don't either. Not nearly as bad, though. Yeah, I mean, it didn't seem like the friend caught them, like, very making to take some extra time when they picked up the underwear and be like, oh, and then just slowly, it seemed just pile it out. (laughs) Six eight two five five. The number of text. Get your text. Uh, start your text with VFX. Which is the most awkward? Awkward stories. I think it's story number two. I know story number two a lot better. I can't wait to tell him he's a moron. But I won't touch my unmentionables either. Decide the most awkward, awkward for the debated date on VFX. Speaking of awkward, McCall, I stumbled across a hair tip today that I feel like you'll have great opinions on. Great. Because this sounds like something that I know people did as kids, but now that we're in quarantine, you're like, ah, let's uh let's let's do this again. Let's dye our hair. Uh Uh-uh. I saw this and I am Mm. living for it. No. I thought so. Come on, McCall. Okay. It's truly throwback Thursday to get the Kool-Aid involved and dye your hair. Oh my you no. Wanna, you want a flashback, AJ no. McCall at VFX. No, 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 no. It seems ironic to me after getting a, a mullet cut to stumble across the how to dye your kid's hair with Kool-Aid tips. Step number one, throw it in a pitcher. Step number two, drink it and don't put that on your hair. <laughs> Did no. you ever try this? I didn't. I always wanted to, and my mom told me no. Now that I'm grown up, I'm like, ah, thanks. Good on you, mom. <laughs> here's here's the tips. Not that I'm encouraging you to do it, because I just read the headline. I was like, okay. this sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah. Mix the desired Kool-Aid color with uh, or slash flavor with hot water. Mm-hmm. Start with one packet and a couple teaspoons of hot water and mix. You may have to add more packets of water depending on the hair and how vibrant you want the color. Keep colors separate. Tie off sections of hair to keep colors apart. Use a towel and bowl. Have the kid lie back on the towel. Dip the section of the hair you want colored in the bowls of Kool-Aid for 10 minutes. Mm, dip dye. Mm. Rinse and set. 
Use cool water in the shower or sink to rinse and yep. air uh, air or blow dry to set. Look, I know nothing about doing hair, but I've watched a lot of Brad Mondo. <laughs> no, but in, in all reality, like as somebody who's had colored hair. Once or twice. A couple Toss. of times. You have to wash it in cold water. Right. If you want the color to yeah, stay. That's obnoxious. So. It really is. Whatever. You do you. You want to color your hair with Sharpies or Kool-Aid or whatever. Go for it. Just. Just. I don't. I don't know. I don't even know. Come on, McCall. You're not in a rush in the age of quarantine nope. to do this. You lead the way. Nope. This is the perfect throwback Thursday for you. Nope. Then we could crack open some glow sticks and put them on our t-shirts. Nope. I just, I just, I, I can't, I can't, I can't. What? You know, the good, the good news is that they're saying put it in the hot water to, to dye it. Yes. Because if you put it in the hot water, it makes your hair more porous and then you end up putting it in there. I mean. Hey, you said you didn't know anything about hair. How dare you? I just can't. I, my favorite Which headline is, is how to dye your kid's hair. Like, eh, right. come here, kids. Come here. You my have favorite, to do this. My favorite's like, oh, yeah, just section it off. You know, tie it off. Well, are we tie-dyeing people's hair? Like, what's going on Duh. right now? Okay. Get, here you go. Get a t-shirt. Yes. And just tie-dye it. Much less likely to ruin someone's lives that way. Yeah, I'd agree. Right. <laughs> just furniture. All right, McCall, you ready to judge? Sure. A list was put out of some of the absolutely dumbest things said on Twitter this year. Yes! Yay! I'm it's a, only May. I'm so excited. I'm going to try and make McCall laugh, but she oh, gets good. to judge nonetheless. Great. It is May. Yeah. May yeah. of 2020 uh-huh. on VFX with AJ and McCall. That being said... A list of the some of the dumbest things put on Twitter was put together. It's been narrowed down to some of the top ones. You get to judge, but I'm also going to try and make you laugh. Okay. How did Beyonce go number one in 100 countries when there's only seven? Africa, Europe, Asia, and I can't remember the rest. I mean, those are all that matter, right? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> My sister's pregnant. I can't wait to see if I'm going to be an aunt or an uncle. What? Are you doing something to change? Like, okay? I swear, someone needs to invent socks for our hands. My hands are always cold. Huh, yeah, you know, that's a great concept. You should you should trademark that. Socks for hands. <laughs> I just realized 2020 is 2020 backwards. So close. So, so close. <laughs> Every second someone dies, every second someone is born. Why isn't our population zero? Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a brain buster. It's a brain buster there, friend. Wow. Last, last two points. Those are great. Why do women never have to take a DNA test to see if it's their child? I don't know. You know, this is a this is a concept. This is a concept that I've tried to understand for years of my life. I'm twenty six years old and I can't. Can't understand. <laughs> the number one dumbest thing on Twitter already this year. What is the name of the boat in Titanic? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's called the Glacier. <laughs> Iceberg. Oh, this is so hilarious. You didn't laugh once. What was the dumbest one? What was the dumbest oh, one? Oh, gosh. I don't know. They're, they're all dumb. They're all stupid. They're all like, ah, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of this whole convo is that people had the time to type it into Twitter, and yet 
and yet <laughs> they didn't have the t- they didn't do it on like I don't know Google. How did Beyonce go number one in a hundred countries? There's only seven: Africa, Europe, Asia, and I can't remember the rest. <laughs> yep, Africa, Europe, Asia, and I can't remember the rest. <laughs> Me neither, homeboy. <laughs> the dumb, the dumb doesn't stop there. Oh gosh. <laughs> Everyone's mis- misspoke when it comes to words before. Uh, bringing him back, person from the dating store in the debated eight has a uh, very gross misunderstanding of how to pronounce a very uh, delicious breakfast food. Oh, good. A Q is involved, which can be kind of confusing, but it's still hilarious. Look, I work with producer Butter, so I deal with a lot of misspoken words all the time. AJ McCall at VFX, and I'd like to think my patience has expanded because the sarcasm can be really mean if you're just cracking down every time someone says something wrong. Yeah. That being said, Romeo from the debate date who, you know, sent a text about his date's yeah. lovely pair of eyebrows, eyebrows to her that he was not intending to send to yep. her. <laughs> Talking about breakfast recently. Yeah. <laughs> Came across the menu while out on, I guess, a brunch date. Ugh. <laughs> and he said, what's a quiche? Ah, quiches. Must have quiche. To which, of course, his date was like, a quiche? Would I you like, like to say, a quiche? I like to say quiche. But I do it on purpose. My stepdad? Okay. <laughs> Bring it on. Story time. Yeah. I don't know. Was it yesterday? Yesterday we were talking about garlic because you said basically onion was like yeah, garlic was, was little onions was, was what you little, were thinking. I thought that garlic came out of onions. Right. Because the which, cloves of garlic look like little onions. Which was incredible because I was like, I didn't even know garlic existed until like I moved out. And then I was like, whoa. Garlic in everything. Yeah. I was like, what is this? I don't understand. And then I had to go buy some garlic and you could bet your bottom dollar I didn't know what the crap it was. So I was like, I knew garlic bread was delicious. That was the extent of my garlic garlic, knowledge. Same. Yeah. I was like, garlic bread's delicious. Garlic twisty nuts. Got it. Yes. When my mom married my stepdad, one time he was like, I'm going to make quiche. And I was like, what in the H is a quiche? And he's like, it's this. And so he showed me and I was like, so like a fancy omelet? Like, (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) He's like, no, it's a quiche. And I was like, pompous up in this house. What? And he's like, quiche. And my mom's like, you know, like, quiche. And I was like, what? Like, you guys are speaking weird words. And my stepdad was like, okay, we're going to make a smoothie. And I was like, okay, great. And he's like, cool, we're going to put kale in it. And that in that moment, I knew, you know what? I don't like chewing my smoothies. So kale oh, is just you, not you for me. You got to run that blender for like two and a half days to get all the chips. Kale is just not for me. Okay. <laughs> but Nicole, kale is a superfood. So are a bunch of other ones. So pass. Okay. Anyway. That being said, quiche will always be quitchy from here forward because Jopolanos in your quiche. I like to call them jalapenos. That's literally what I thought it was. I just thought it was like a fancy omelet. And he's like, no, look, it's like a it's like an omelet pie. And I was like, that's weird. This description is not making it clear what we're doing. This is what I've discovered as I've grown older, is that I was very sheltered. And we very... We know. It's made for some really fun stories, though. <laughs> At least you didn't find out on a date. 
Maybe you did. There's probably a story, at least one, with Dustin where you did something embarrassing. But duh, I found out ponies weren't like little horses. <laughs> like yeah, but he was already locked in at that point. Yeah. But could you imagine being 30? You're out on a date still. Both of you still stay single, trying to figure it out. And you're like, what in the heck is a quiche? To which she was like, it's a quiche. This person's a moron. I will have a good day. A quiche. Oh, boy. Hey, did you see the greatest prank of all time during graduation ceremonies? No. I don't want to give anyone in the Valley any ideas. Hint, hint, wink, wink. But a governor totally got pranked, and it is awesome. Now, the AJ and McCall show would never encourage pranks. (laughs) No. Especially centered around graduation as we deal with this difficult year when it comes to graduation. In all reality, no, absolutely not. AJ and McCall at VFX, but that doesn't mean we can't appreciate a good prank like Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves, who was reading the name of Florence High School. He was reading graduates, so that's also where he graduated, and he stumbled across the name and happened to read it. And that name was Harry Azcrack. No, are you kidding? A-Z-C-R-A-C. Clever. He took it in stride, though. He said Harry Submitter has a bright future as the Simpsons writer. They, yep. His office did confirm that that Mr. Uh, Mr. Azcrack is not a real person. Ah, hmm, hmm. That's al- funny. also added he's looking forward to reading the name Ben, the pride of the Dover family. Yes, Ben is the pride of the Dover family. The best thing ever. Oh, you know, because you know they were vetted. They had 100%. to have been vetted before they went to the governor 100%. of the entire state of the entire state. And someone well, yeah, still snuck gonna, it by. Yeah, he's not going to sit down and look at it and be like, "Okay, proofread, proofread." Clever spelling, though. Yes, yes, very much so. Mm-hmm. And you actually, you were like, "Oh, just makes me think of." Uh, how I met your mother with Cook Poo, and then it's actually a real person. Yeah. <laughs> and she quits the school because he keeps saying it. This, guys, his fake name is not even that funny. Because <laughs> it's not a fake Again, name, it's mine. Not that the AJ no. McCall show would encourage Never. anyone at Ridgeline, Logan, Mountain Crest, Box Elder, Green Canyon, Preston, Bear River, any of those places to do this. Did we miss somewhere? I mean, there's some of the Indi- the, Indi- the Idaho schools. Idaho schools, right. <laughs> but it's hilarious. Now that we can laugh at it on the list. Hey, you know what the key to a happy decision is? It's not Thinking confidence. Thinking about it? No, it's not confidence. Oh. It's not the amount of effort you put into it. It's not even really how it works out. I'm nervous. The key to the happy decision is taking you completely out of the decision. Oh, making someone else do it? Sort of. Okay. AJ and McCall on VFX and McCall with all your positivity and confidence. You ought to know the answer to this question. What is the way to be happiest with the decision you make? Especially if it's a major decision. Uh, don't second guess it. Own the decision and go forward with it. Make the decision in an instant. Uh, don't sit around and dwell on it. Don't spiral. I'm spiraling. Some, what was it? What is some it? Some of those are applicable, but a okay, new study great. found that when people left major life-changing decisions up to a coin flip, they were happier six months later. Interesting. Take yourself completely out of a major decision, leave it solely up to fate, and you're happy with the decision because I guess you didn't have you didn't guess wrong. The right. coin the coin picked. Yeah, yeah. So it's the most ridiculous you know, thing I've can, ever heard. I guess I can be like 
yeah, okay. Can you imagine being the head of a major company? You're like, all right, do we do this merger or not? You're like, hold on, hold on. Bing! Heads. All right, we do it. There's a, ton of, there's a ton of people that do those kinds of things, oh, though. Man. Kind of interesting. I've been doing a lot of, like, research and studying and reading and... And I really, like, I've been very intrigued to understand how a lot of people make decisions. And a lot of people make decisions by not second-guessing and just being like, eh, whatever. If it happens, it happens. You don't take if you don't take it, you're not gonna know if it's successful or not. Duh. For this study, every participant had to come up with a big question like, should I quit my job? Should I propose? Should I get a cat tattoo? They flipped a coin, whatever the coin said, they committed to it. Should I propose? Coin says yes. All right, let's do this. Well, but I think if you're even having that question at that point in time. <laughs> right? I mean, there's probably some psychological background like that, but I mean, ultimately, you went through with it because a piece of metal happened to land a specific side. And, and maybe like, that's what the universe cool. was telling you to do anyway. <laughs> oh, come on. You think, look, you're going to you're gonna bring this to my attention, and you're going to be like, how dumb is this? And I'm like, you know, maybe there's something bigger to it. Maybe the universe or fate or whatever it is you believe in is like, okay, cool. It's going to happen this way. You can't. I don't believe anything just like coincidentally happens. So that's my own. There's my two cents. So Speaking of metal. your next major decision, you're going to flip the coin? No. I'm just going to make a decision and go. At least get the magic eight ball. You're going to let something make a decision for you. At least be the magic eight ball. See, but then there's so much like murky water. <laughs> VFX's Facebook roulette. Your chance hit up on the VFX Facebook page. It's also the last thing the AJ and I, the McCall Taylor, find us at us on social media. Leave everyone with for the AJ and McCall show. Yeah. So, McCall, what did you land on? I landed on my friend shared a, from Cult of, Cult of Nature. And it's a hammerhead shark and a dolphin. <laughs> and the hammerhead shark is holding some shorts and said, Check out this cool mask I found. The dolphin says, these are shorts. And then the hammerhead shark puts it on. He's wearing a hammerhead short shark mask. <laughs> and the dolphin looks very confused, but I'm a fan. <laughs> I landed on uh, my friend Mark. He shared a post from uh, Keeping It Real. It's a picture of a dog with all the recliners flipped over, and he's got Aww. his tennis ball. And it says, the ball went under the couch. It's okay. <laughs> I got I it. I got it. You can win, because I like that the best most. <laughs> The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, at us across all social media. Just like Utah's VFX across all social media. Uh, despite the fact that we live in Utah, we should not be surprised. I do want to send a shout out to everyone who's going to have to try and enjoy their Memorial Day weekend with this cooler weather because it's total garbage. Yeah. Of course, we get a three-day weekend and the weather's like, you know what? Let's plummet 30 degrees. Yeah. <sighs> Stupid. Though... Don't uh, take up, I think, what is a terrible idea for producer Butters to decide for the first time you're going to go to the Bear uh, Bear Lake Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. That's the first time I'm going to visit. Probably the busiest weekend of the, the first, year. Gee, yeah. Yeah, not great. That's okay. <laughs> Jet skis are not producer Butters. Utah's VFX.com. Get it for lunch with listeners. That's under the contest section. You can find uh, the podcast there, or you can search for AJ McCall anywhere podcasts are. Stream us online. Get the mobile apps, music news, blog news, utahsvfx.com. Tomorrow is Friday. Woo! May is almost over. Woo! Where has the time gone?
So <laughs> coronavirus, t- right. obviously. So tell tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.